Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos, and this is the podcast where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection and rate it on the factors of the cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book on a scale of 1 to 5. And then I tell you to get it or shred it. This week I'm reading Convocations, number one, published by Armada, a division of Acclaim, in 1996. As usual, a little bit of background information. I'm a fan of Magic the Gathering. That's a game that's existed since 1993. It basically began the whole trading card game genre. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Vanguard, card fight, whatever. All of those types of games. And there's been many that have come and gone and fallen. There was a Star Trek game, a Star Wars game, X-Men game. So many games in the 90s, card games. Magic was the first. And it's been around 27 years. As a card game, it has also gone into other endeavors, such as comic books, novels, and video games. So back in the late 90s, Armada was publishing official canon comic books that would tie back into the sets. There was an Arabian Nights book, an Ice Age book, Fallen Empires. Then there was this little odd thing convocations it's a gallery of various artists some which never have actually illustrated a magic card and they do a mashup of two or more cards and do a painting on it plus then they give you a combo for the game some of those combos are pretty good some of them are pretty terrible that's what this book is about a real oddity there's no plot there's no story there is some text prose that's what this book is all about, showing off magic combos in the early days of the game. Okay, cover. This is a beautiful Anson Maddox cover of a Hurloon Minotaur. For the first several years of magic, the Hurloon Minotaur was like the mascot of the game. Nowadays, it's the Planeswalkers, Jace, Liliana, Nicol Bolas, etc. But back then, it was a Hurloon Minotaur. And I remember that being like kind of the mascot when i started playing in 1995 there was the set fourth edition and the nice age and the herloon minotaur stood out as like this is the mascot of the game i'm going to give the art a five out of five anson maddox is one of my favorite vintage magic artists he hasn't made any magic art in a long time unfortunately and it's really cool to see this other angle this other interpretation of the classic minotaur the one in the card is facing the other direction He's got a big old axe. He's really fluffy. He looks tough. He's in front of some sort of uh, stone wall or something. Cool belt and everything. Now, of course, with the, like, the barcode and the name of the comic, it detracts from it a little bit, but I think the cover is still very cool. Five out of five. Interior art. On the one hand, I'm going to give it a one out of five. And on the other hand, I'm going to give it a five out of five. And that's because this book is just full of a variety of artists contributing to these weird mashups of magic cards. Most of them, I would say, are not really known for doing magic art. Most are other genre artists, I guess. And at the back of the book, it tells you who who did every, every page. But I see some famous magic artists of the day, Ron Spencer and so forth, and then some not magic artists like Charles Vess, 
although he, he was involved in other art for other properties. And uh, yeah, we see th this variety of art. Some you can kind of tell, okay, this one reminds me of a certain card. I guess that's a Merfolk Assassin. What else is going on here? I guess that's a Lord of the Pit. But then there's some art that you really have to strain your brain about, like what is going on in this one? Okay, uh, I don't know. There's some sort of a tog there. No, it's not. And um, yeah, like what is, what is that? And so it's really interesting, the variety of artists that they got to work on these pieces. Uh, it's kind of interesting that some of them are not even magic artists. Some of them are, but mm, I don't know. It feels like 50-50 or so. So that's kind of interesting. And then it's it's like very inside the world of magic like do you recognize this and this oh yeah that's the the fallen and that's lure this is i guess a craw worm and i don't know what that is so they tried to mash together various magic cards to give you cool combos which are revealed at the back of the book and the art can be pretty hit and miss some some is very very high quality of the time 90s style some of it's a little cartoony some of it's a little realistic some of them is like really wtf look what i can do in photoshop and then some of it is like sort of like uh, classic uh, real materials. So yeah, this is kind of ungradable. So pick your own grade anywhere between one and five. That's what I'm going to say about the interior art. The plot. There is no plot, uh, kind of. There is a, a prose piece at the beginning that kind of try to hype you on what magic is about amazing spells and creatures and how Armada is publishing comic books about Ice Age and Shadow Mage and stuff coming out like Homelands and so forth. And you get to look behind the scenes of Dominia, back when they called it Dominia, now it's Dominaria. And it's just kind of interesting by uh, Joffrey Vita, like, uh, yeah, this is what magic is all about. Check out this amazing art. And they don't quite tell you that it's a mashup. I don't get a sense that they explain. These are mashups. It's just enjoy the cards. Enjoy the art. And then at the back of the book, they go in, again for the hardcore magic fans, explaining the combos. Okay, this particular one, Channel Fireball, that's a classic, um, that's a classic combo in magic, definitely. And then here it is in the artist's uh, signature. Uh, this is Judah Tversky, which I don't believe ever created real magic art. It kind of reminds a little bit of like the Hildebrandt's style of art. And so this is Channel Fireball, the magic combo depicted in this artist. Here, we, I thought this was um, Brainstorm, but it wasn't. It's Brain, it's Brain Geyser plus Underworld Dreams. Okay, that doesn't quite make sense. But it's kind of interesting if you know magic. Here is the good old time elemental ball lightning trick. We've got the All Hallows Eve Fallen Angel. We've got the everyone's favorite Lurgoyf plus Rocket Launcher plus Never Neural's Disc plus Spoils of Evil plus Songs of the Damned. Uh, sure, I love, I love that combo. And then there's like these others that are not even uh, exactly combos. Here is, okay, uh, Sorcerer's Queen to turn their opponent's creature small and then Lightning Bolt it. You win the game. So how can you even grade this? This is really for the magic nerds. Explain the card combos along with the cards. So yeah, give it a one, give it a five, whatever you want. That's the plot. Enjoyability of the book, I think it's pretty high because then you also see some like cool advertisements for this amazing new magic set called Homelands. Nothing is what it seems in the mystical world of Homelands based upon the highly anticipated Magic the Gathering expansion set. Cover painted by legendary artist Greg and Tim Hildebrandt. 
story by DG Chichester and painted by Rebecca Gay. Includes one of three rare and powerful cards from the Homeland's expansion. There's actually no such thing as that. Homeland is often regarded as one of the worst expansions ever created. Unlock the mysterious world of Homelands. So beautiful art right here on that. Rebecca Gate is amazing. We got an ad for Vampire: The Eternal Struggle, which was part of Wizards at that point, and the Hentorok comic book. And then at the back we've got Get Tough, Get Real, Foreman for Real. So George Foreman boxing. So enjoyability, it's a 5 out of 5. It's a fascinating look at um, old magic lore, old vintage magic art. It's a snapshot in time from 1996 with the other ads in here. There's basically no ads until the very end. It's just pretty interesting. So enjoyability for me, 5 out of 5 because I'm entrenched in magic. For you, because if you don't know magic, uh, this is a 1 out of 5. There's no plot. Some of the art is sketchy. For us true believers, believe that rating. And therefore, get it or shred it? I'm clearly going to say to shred it. If you're not into magic, this book will not appeal to you. I guess you can kind of enjoy the art and read about like, what is this combo? Channel Fireball? What? But if you're into magic, definitely get it to kind of see how magic used to be. A lot of us old timers that still play magic nowadays yearn for the old style of art. Modern style of art is very polished, very modern, very good, of course, not harping on anyone. But this old style was definitely something else. Some really going towards the realms of realism. And then some are being a lot less realistic. So just a variety of stuff. So you decide, get it or shred it. If you're part of Team Magic the Gathering, you know what to answer. So this week I read Convocations, a Magic the Gathering gallery number one published by Armada in 1996. It's a special issue. And it's a special podcast because today I'm playing the latest magic set. Thank you, Wizards of the Coast, for inviting me to the event. Find me all day long on YouTube and Twitch, playing Magic's newest set, Zendikar Rising. This has been the weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.